so this past weekend they're up at Don's, right, mm-hmm. uh, at the lake. I, I can't tell you how many things. What would you do to I have would that do house? to have that at my my intimate disposal, if you know, to, you know, yeah. to have like a house out my back door, right out my sliding back door, mm-hmm. is it's this huge like massive you know, lake, eighty foot, eighty foot backyard that goes to a break wall, and there's a shipping channel off the main lake, right? Mm-hmm. So it's not. That's what's so great about it, right? You're it's not, not like yeah. here's gigantic lake. It's like. Well, here's this waste deep water that goes out for 40 yards, and then there's a sheer cliff mm-hmm. to like you know 60 feet or whatever it is, and then a shipping channel. But then you've got all these canals that go out to the you actual get, lake. You get on that main lake, it's like it's like the Atlantic Ocean. But then, but then you know, across the street mm-hmm. is my boat second house. garage boathouse with a boat hoist and a dock off the back. Like, a, mm-hmm. and it lets it runs you, the channel with your jet ski. There, my gosh, I don't. The life. I, I mean, we're simple Midwesterners, right? This is the Midwestern dream, right? Yeah. Grow up, graduate high school, go down to Ford, go down to GM, go down to Chrysler, get a job on the line, work there for twenty-five years, put off retiring for a year and a half, make them re-up their you need to retire offer, mm-hmm. yep. re- take the buyout. Go Meanwhile, you, you've worked every Christmas Eve and Christmas Day and your family's okay with it because you're bringing home double time and, mm-hmm. you know, you put all your kids through school. And I don't want much. I want my house in the lower suburbs. I want a lake house. Yeah. But not yeah. like not like some 20-bedroom oh. nothing, rather. But just like just a, a two-bedroom with a futon couch in the living room on a lake. I want to go slam perch and walleye out of a lake and then eat them for, for dinner. dinner. Yeah, That's all I want. Couldn't agree more. Well, as if sitting in a boathouse and doing this podcast would be a lot better, but oh it's garage God. time here. Uh, and let's get into that. Seriously, though, did you see those absolute slammers I was putting down out there? Yeah, I took pictures of them. They like, had to be at least three or four inches. inches. <laughs> Easy. <laughs> I So it's like a six and a half foot. Medium heavy action rod. Yeah. How you can in the pick, you, hell? You could you could scoop tuna out of the ocean with those feel, boys. Yeah. How in the hell did I feel this three inch baby smallmouth? Um, oh I, I, man. Whatever. Hey, I was. My, you got you got the smallest I, fish of the night, and I got the most fish. That you did. That you did. Two. Well, a, good thing that your six year old son caught the biggest yeah, fish. Or we would have starved the soonest. The too. first. Yeah. I mean. He, Showed up, put, put it in. Actually, Didn't even want to put one in. No, he. We had him hooked up, and then I had the 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 Lightning McQueen cars reel for the four year old. Yep. Who? The, and, and then there was there was the bass and the two sunfish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I I don't know, man. I I mean, get shown up by your six year old. I mean, that's that's right. on it's you. Right. But that's what you learn though as a parent, right? And Dad was telling me that last time, as it's you know, x amount of years for. For now, for me, where before I really fish, my years will be spent getting running them back fish. and forth. Like, even if it's just the one, getting them and undoing their stuff and then running back to my reel to try to put a worm on. And then, mm. you know, he's reeled it back in and tried to ca- just try to all cast the and misery that in the calf. Con- <laughs> Right, right. That's that's going to be my life for now. But I mean, whatever. Whatever. I'll take it. But before we go any further, mm. I mean, I don't know what happened last time. Got a little out of hand, didn't it? But I fell in apparently like head. F- I don't know why my computer just went off. Let's put a little mute on that. There we go. Let's let's be we profe- know technology. Let's be professional yeah. here, Adam. Goodness, I want to apologize because I fell in face first to that juice. Yeah, and I was all over the place. I said so many profanities. Mm. What is wrong with me? Well, I mean, it's a free country. It is, but as Grandpa Menu would say, if I have to use four-letter words, it's showing. Or what, what was it? The amount of four-letter words I use shows the level of smart yeah. that I have. Yeah, which is nil. Man, I was a absolute idiot. Little train wreck there. But I think we I'm both all right. were. I'm all right. No, I'm no. But in fairness, yikes, yikes. So this is my 
this is my I'll try and do better, but this is not a promise. No, it's not. It, it's no, it, it's no. nighttime, and there may or may not have been a few beers already going down. We so did. We'll, we did. But there's a concerted effort to do better. But maybe you're going to need some of those words because I'm going to use one. There's shit's happening in this world right now. It's going and down. And we got to address it. We would be violating our civic duty. A dereliction exactly. of our civic duty. If we didn't address it. So, in that vein, I'm here with the news. And my first of three stories for you, and I would like your comment on these. And this one is a little sensitive. Uh, one of the uh, Reds, and uh, uh, the Cincinnati Reds baseball team, and who is also a national uh, broadcaster as well, uh, Tom Brenneman. Spelled T-H-O-M, if that doesn't tell you everything you need to know about oh the man. Oh, my God. Uh, says a homophobic slur on a national broadcast of a baseball game. Hot mic, baby. Hot mic. And then couldn't have been two seconds later without noticing goes right into an ad for selling, I don't know, Dairy Queen or something for, for the club. And if that's not bad enough, he is then informed about it by the organization or by somebody, I presume, issues in a policy po- apology. And then during the apology... Calls a home run, stops the apology, mid-apology, calls a home run for Nick Castellanos for the Reds, and then by the time he gets out of the park, and that'll be a home run. Again, I'd like to say I'm deeply sorry that I, whoa. Are you Thom? (laughs) Are you, first of all, you and your TH can get bent. Get bent. All right? Yeah, no, I saw his apology. So it was in a doubleheader. I think he said it in the first game, mm-hmm. and it was made clear. Why and he, didn't he was say allowed anything. back on the he broadcast. He didn't say anything until the second game. And like you said, called a home run. Yeah. Uh, Thom, you can get bent. Yeah. And even more so, not because you just said it, but you came out. We talked about this. Uh, didn't we talk about this before, about these terrible apologies? Yes. And the where. What like these? It wasn't my excuses. fault. Somebody else's Come opinion. To, yeah, you know, yeah, I'm yeah. a man of faith, and or, or what, he said something like, I, "I can, I can assure you that I don't espouse these views." And then, as a man of faith, and okay, okay, Thom. That's a line drive to deep center. <laughs> what I don't care about your faith. You said no. it. You used your mouth mm. and your vocal cords, and you projected air out of your lungs, through them. They made the vibrations that your brain told them to say, and it happened to be you chose to call people, people living their lives, Mm -hmm. uh, and I won't even dare repeat it. Of course not, of course not. And it it wasn't even a directed one where you... No, it was was just just generalized. vague, like, absolute homophobia. And then you're going to come on and say, I'm a man of faith, and, and that's not me. And then proceed to call a home run mid. Yeah, and I just want to let you know how deeply troubled I am that it took me until halfway through the second game of this doubleheader and watching a home run fly out of this book. Your name is Thom. That tells me everything Everything. I need to know about you. Okay? Thom. Yeah. Get out of here. I don't want to see you and calling red that games. is who you are i don't want to see you calling national games any anymore he was a, he's he's uh, uh on the nfl and yeah. he's already fired from that thank yeah, god thank god Good. i don't want to see him calling minor league games oh. anymore i don't want to see him calling little league games if his son's on the little league team because because that is who you are that is exactly yeah. who you nobody are. nobody just Bomb. says that just without prompting well no, nobody should say it in general but without prompting say it while you're in front of a microphone no less yeah. And then proceed and to I call wish, an ad for I Dairy Queen I wish this news story was about some newscaster in, like, Fort Myers, Florida, who said something silly and goofy on a hot mic. Because then That'd we could laugh funny. and we could joke. And the microphone's always on, Brenda. Don't forget about it. Mm-hmm. Don't talk about, you know, you know, hey, Mark, don't talk about the jock itch, right? Yeah. We know it's hot. We know it's summertime and you ran out of talcum. Don't talk about it. The mic's always on. Yeah. Now, this guy's got to go thom. Old thom. Thom, old thom boy has to go out here and drop some casual homophobia. Get yeah. bent, Thom. Yeah. Get out of here. And now, if that's not, if this won't be a hard enough turn for you, Burger King mm-hmm. in Belgium and apparently now in Luxembourg. This is going to be great. Isn't this going to be fun? Uh, in an attempt to not only, I don't, well, I don't know if the European Union is really having this problem like we are here in America, 
uh, to get people to wear masks more and to make it easier when ordering so you don't have to shout through your masks. A lot of times it's a lot of lip reading and, yep. and it's just easier to hear without the mask. If you place your order on either Burger King's Facebook page or create an Instagram story, they will print your order on a Burger King mask and then provide that to you in some way. I couldn't figure out the logistics of how they're getting you the mask so that when you walk into Burger King and you can just stand and stare at the person in the eyes silently, man, like, and they'll get your order from you. The inner workings of central European countries is, oh my gosh, like, they're like, I almost want like a psychology degree so I can study this stuff because it's so, some of these things you hear. Sigmund Freud was from Central Europe. Right. I mean, but that like, about gives you everything you need to know. Like, man, it's wild, right? I guess, you know, I appreciate where they're coming from. Yeah, it's a nice sentiment. I don't, I mean, I know how much energy I'm willing to spend to go get fast food. It's and Burger King, am I posting somewhere, something it's, it's, somewhere? It's minimal how much I'm really yeah. working if, on that. You're lucky if I get off my couch when I'm hungry to go get food somewhere, let alone let me make a Facebook post. So what should that, what should that, instead of fast food, instead of Burger King, who should do that? I suppose if I had to guess, it'd be sit-down restaurants would probably be the, right, but the, like, the first time. What else, right? Like here in the States, at least, like the DMV. That would be nice. That'd be great, you know. Or here, I need the a Secretary of State here in Michigan. On your mask. Yeah. yeah, I mean that'd be great, but you can't get an appointment here in Michigan for that place for like to like December. It's nah, terrible. You You're not working hard enough. But yeah, I, I I mean I appreciate it, Burger King, and far be it from us here to critique, uh, but I, I think it's wide of the mark. Yeah, I I think, I don't know I think you're swinging for the fences, and I don't think you need. I don't to. know if I'm going with Burger King mask uh so wait so like i post it to their facebook page or into a website it prints me the order on the mask yeah i wear the mask and then you just stand there and look at the person i would say a luxembourg and belgium luxembourg i don't know what you call people from luxembourg a belgian and or person from luxembourg i i would stand there in front of them and they would just read and then put it in read what's on your mouth while you stand there silently that's a, that's a bit much for it's a while. I think it's a miss. Yeah, it's a miss. I'll pass on that. I'll, you know what I'll do? DoorDash is a thing. They can leave at my door. I'll be fine. Yeah. All, all right. right. Give me three. What's the Number third? three, which is my all-time favorite. So uh, earlier this week, and this will be relative to when this is posted. Uh, <clears throat> now, now, hold on to your chairs for this one. The Postal Service Investigation Service. Dun, dun. Right, <laughs> helps arrest Steve Bannon, and we, we're going to make a right turn off politics after this. Uh, and so the idea of so he was on his hundred and fifty or somebody's hundred fifty foot million uh, dollar yacht. Yeah, he was on an hundred and fifty yeah. foot yacht, and the Postal Service, in conjunction with the New not York the Attorney's band. Office, not the band. No, the Postal Service Investigative Service, probably not the best name. Uh, so it's USPSIS is the acronym, United States Postal Service Investigation Service, arrested for fraud, just a white collar criminal, Steve Bannon, off his off and 150 foot million dollar some odd yacht. Man, like, could, could you imagine them pulling up in like a PCB Vietnam speedboat with their short blue shorts and their Dr. Doolittle hats? <laughs> my gosh, like you're under arrest. Freeze! <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll give you a paper cut. <laughs> what what do, do they got guns? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't understand. Like the postal service has a police department, a SWAT division, apparently. And do we understand who they have jurisdiction over? I don't, because this is the first time. I mean, white collar criminals get busted for fraud. And conspiracy to commit fraud. Sure. And it's, it's never, never the them. Service. It's always the FBI. Hell, I had a friend in high school who's had a family member who got nailed on a white collar crime. And 
was not the post office that no. showed up at his work. It was the Federal Bureau of Investigation. This reminds me of uh, uh, when Kramer from Seinfeld wants to cancel his mail and the Postmaster General comes down and smacks him around in an interrogation, interrogation <laughs> room to, keep him, to make him keep his mail. Like, I don't know that they have a SWAT division. Who knew? It's like... Are they issued guns? I mean, you have to be, right? I imagine, Who's but... Who's boarding a 150-foot yacht to take down some criminal on a felony, and they're like, would you please come with us? Yeah, right? You see my please? hats? We have these cool mail I got, bags. I got, I got pepper spray. That's about it. Wow. Like, could you imagine that, right? So, imagine being a parent, and you're talking to some friends, or you're at a high school reunion 20 years or whatever, and they're like, hey, hey, Alex. How's it been? And you're you're shooting the shit. Oh, great! You got kids, right? I, I think I saw on the on Facebook. You got how many? Oh, you got two kids. That's great. So oh, your daughter. So your daughter's a doctor. Wow, man. Hey, e- easy on the college mm-hmm. bill, am I right? What's your son doing? Oh, he's a police officer. Wow, you must be so. So is he like local? Oh, he's federal. So like the FBI. FBI, right? The D. I'm sorry. Did you say he worked? He's a police. A post office policeman? Mm. How do you tell someone that? I, I think you just leave it with uh, the acronym US. What is it? Hold on, let me, let me hey, get this special right. Special investigation. USPSIS. That's a Law and Order. I want to watch. I would pay money that, to help. This I is would like, go fund this. This is like a. I don't even know the 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 basic cable late night programming that would make a show like this right usa no but like it's even it's like if the cbc was an american <laughs> channel right that's who would make the uspsis law and order special victims unit right oh my gosh that's great well i don't know i want to know ben franklin the original uh, Postmaster General. It, did he have his own Secret Service working for him that is just under the radar floated this entire time up until 2020? That's what I want. It's like the Knights Templar yeah. of nerds. I don't know why. I'm sorry. I, I guess post, maybe they are. I don't know, but I, I. it seems like it, right? You seem like a nerd if you're a cop for the post office. But It seems like... <clears throat> but I mean, that's pretty high profile, right? This isn't like I don't, yeah, that yeah. wasn't that wasn't a low collar crime. They just so took. all the times that they tell you like you know don't open my mail. It's a federal like. Is it not the FBI that shows apparently up? They're the, the, apparently they're the ones that have been plucking people, right? And you know you never hear about those cases when somebody does open somebody's. Everybody mail. knows about it, but no one can ever cite when it's happened. But it's commonplace that. Are they the KGB? I can neither confirm nor deny. All right. Well, we're so. moving on then, I guess, because. I think we're on. We're being recorded. A, we're recording ourselves, yeah, yeah, and B, somebody else is recording us now. So we're gonna. Before maybe it's not my FBI agent listening. Maybe it's my USPSIS agent there listening. It is. To me. I don't need a Doctor Doolittle hat and short blue shorts busting in the door right now. So we're gonna leave that as it is. Oh my god! Here's your circular, and here's my warrant. <laughs> All right. Let's get let's get off the news. That was nice. It was light. I thought you were gonna take me down a dark path. Everything is terrible. Nothing is good. Everything's unholy. I don't even well, look okay. at the news. If you want to talk about unholy, hold on. Let me drink. take a drink of this beer. Right, well, prime yourself. Prime it. Prime the pump. <clears throat> so, let me give you a couple questions here and see if you can figure out what we're going to talk yes. about. This started 17 years ago. Uh, this year's release is the earliest release that it's ever happened, and it always happens in the fall and winter. Two thousand three, seventeen years ago, fall and winter. So it's happening at the very beginning of fall or end of summer. Mm. And this is the soonest it's ever happened. Do I have any more clues? It's a beverage. Like, uh, do I hate it? Probably. As we have similar oh tastes. God. So is it is it's a pumpkin something? Oh boy, is it! It's got to be a pumpkin something. Yeah, it is. Is it the 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 like a, a, the PSL yeah, as they call them, the pumpkin spice, spice latte? latte? Yeah, yeah, yeah This year is the yeah, earliest they they've ever released at Starbucks, being the company. Uh, <laughs> now I get why they're doing it. I imagine I actually 
stopped reading after a, a while in the press release because I really didn't give Ima- a shit. Time out. Imagine being Starbucks press release person. All right, so what's our big topic for this month? That's your PSL. job. That's your job. So here's your job, right? That's all I got all year. Here's your job, right? It's, it's write that same article and pray to God you don't have to do anything else because if it is like the CEO did something nefarious and you have to – yeah, you got to figure You have that to try out. to put something we out have there. One right? release That's all it. Year. It's either damage control or come get your. Oh God. And so, as a point, and why I had to prime myself is, well, I suppose there's two. We'll start with the easy one. We'll stick with fall and winter. Can we all agree that apple cider, whether hot or cold, is just better than pumpkin spice? Oh, a, mi- a million times. Like, is that something apple that's hard? Is outstanding? I I get ridiculous heartburn from like random things not just in general but like apple cider can kind of give it mm-hmm. wine mm-hmm. will give it things like that i mean it can be quelled with a nice tums and yeah. back off but yeah way better it way better it tastes better it feels better whether hot or cold i'll buy i'll buy a gallon of it warm somewhere and then drink a glass of it delicious and then get it home the next day in the fridge and it's delicious cold too go put some whiskey in your pumpkin spice latte mm, go put know. some whiskey in your hot apple cider so now we might be onto something here. now you're cooking with gas yeah yes okay so that's one boom apple and now cider the is more better. general all season purpose can we not just drink coffee yeah i will even stipulate to the fact that you can put cream and sugar in it as much as I don't want to, to get away from the pumpkin spice latte, yeah, double so espresso, bullshit, so nonsense, low fat cream, whatever. As as our unbeknownst to him matriarch of this podcast, Labe, son of Nat, Larry David, yes, once said in Curb Your Enthusiasm, I know, give me a vanilla bullshit frappuccino latte thing, right? Because that's what it sounds like. Yeah. I just give me something. I mean, you know, I mean, you go to Starbucks and you order, can I have a large, a venti, whatever, a large black coffee? I'll say that to them. Yes. And it's a little, I mean, you know, it's not as played out and cliche. They're not, they don't look at you bewildered. No, but there's three right? types of different coffee. You but they, get. you know, they don't even have it back there to make. Most of the time they like throw a cup at you. And you have to wander yeah. over. It's already made and To the where back. the straws and the stir, you know, mm-hmm. and the and the napkins are by the trash can. Yep. And there's the the pump, the pump yeah. to do. Like some kind of leper. Yeah. Go away some from Some outcast. Me. And it's still $4. There's nothing wrong with me, lady. Yeah. All right? I don't need you to take 16 pumps of whatever awful... Gelatin Skim, syrup low fat that cream is. nonsense, yeah. And like, look, I get it. People like to drink things that taste good. Okay, I, I get it. Coffee just seems like such an odd thing to like do to dress up so much. Yeah. If you don't like it, you don't like it. I have this. I have this theory, and maybe this stretches out a bit much. If you don't like the base product of the thing. You don't like the thing, right? Like, I don't like pickles, right? Can't you can me. put them on any sandwich, any burger, anything you want. I'm not going to like them. I don't like the base thing. So if you don't like the base of coffee and you have to add a thousand different things to it, let me let me tell you something. Just you don't like don't coffee. Drink it. Yeah. Go get a five-hour energy. You'll be fine. <laughs> and so there's nothing wrong with that. Beer, beer is kind of like that. Not to get off your topic, no, beer's like bit. that, right? So, like, I, I get it. If you like a stout, if you like a sour, like, there's like sour mash beers. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. someone will probably send us an email, yeah. tell me how fucking stupid I am. I get well, it. Maybe we won't give the email out this episode. Um, but you know, there's all these things, and that's fine. I just, I can't, and I'm the same. It's the same thought process. Yeah. Black coffee. If you want to do a little bit of this, a little bit of that, that's fine. Beep, boop, boop, bop, no big deal. But like, stay on brand. Right. With when, it, you, right? when you have this to order is what seven it... ingredients into your thing and stand there for four minutes ordering it, okay, I think we're a little outside the realm of what you like and don't like. So like, and you can even look at it. I'll, I'll make an okay for like a frappuccino, right? Like some cold whipped cream or some some cold milk, right? 
or heavy whipping cream in it. Yeah. And it's more, it makes it more of a coffee milkshake. But it's still a coffee, right? Yeah. It's not like, give me all these pumps well, me, of sugar. Let me and, give you, and this is, to be honest, this is less than what I see most I, people are. But to this be fair, is, I saw one of these, to just interrupt, I saw one today, by the way. Someone posted, did you? some of my friend's wife posted, first one of the, se- a- first one of the season. And you know what I wanted to say? It's mm. August. It's not the season. And if they're so good, okay, if they're so why good, aren't they released here? why aren't they all the time? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So why aren't your toothpaste McFlurries out all, oh or whatever God. they're called? The your, your shamrock shakes. Shamrock, yeah, because they're yeah. shit. So here's the pumpkin spice latte at Starbucks. Here it is. Cold brew sweetened with vanilla syrup topped with pumpkin cream, cold foam, and then a dusting of pumpkin spice. That's Kay. the basic. Hang level. on a second. What is... Don't a know. pumpkin spice. Have pumpkin no is not idea. a spice. Pumpkin is a it's a vegetable, right? Yeah. It's, a it's a vegetable it's a fruit. It's, 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 a, it's a so not a spice. No. Cinnamon is a spice. Right. If you grind up pumpkin into a powder, it's still not you a spice. You get puree, right? Yeah, it's still not a spice. So you get yeah. nutmeg, cinnamon, brown sugar. That's about all yeah. I got. It's right? probably a combination of those things that they just a tribute to pumpkin for some ungodly reason. Pumpkin is just fine in different, a whole bunch of different yeah. ways. It's fantastic. I love it. Pumpkin pie, sweet potato pie, all that oh. stuff. I, I love it. But I think, and you know what's probably the worst part about all this is we don't need to be mad at pumpkin spice lattes because they have a place. They have yeah. a place, right? They're not, they're not bad tasting. I'm certain they're not. Right? But man, they have just been absolutely beaten into our heads and bastardized that I feel like I just I just I don't want to, despise to like them. it. Yeah. I have to despise that them. and when it's when it takes the place of people at seven in the morning instead of drinking some coffee, drinking that, I go, Okay, no. And and like I it's cannot. the point of it's I the can't. like I don't ever show up and I'm like, Hey guys, I got my medium rose blend. Ooh. You know what I mean? Like yeah. When do, you don't do it in the summer, you don't do it in the spring. What do you drink in the spring? What right. do you drink in the summer? And why is that not? What do you good drink in February? Why don't you make these posts, person who gets this? Yeah. Like, why am I not seeing weekly updates of the same coffee drink that you're getting in March? Year round, when I see it in between October and November. July. Yeah. Why? Why is it only this? Oh gosh. Oh gosh. Well, let me tell you what is a better drink than that because I need one now and I want one now. Are you, uh, so yeah. you, you, you're, you're, oh yeah, you're taking me to cocktail. Yeah, hour? we're we're, okay. we're gonna we're gonna okay. take the the walk down the street. It's to a pumpkin hour. spice latte with Kahlua <laughs> and some rum chata. I mean, you got some axes in here. Just smack yeah. me over the dome with it. Uh, no, so this is gonna be a, a, a martini. It, I, it's a recipe that I've picked up from a couple of different joints. Um, and I've developed it into my own. I'm certain you can find it on YouTube channels. It's exactly the same as I'm going to make it, but it's all right, well, take like a walk, it. man. Take a walk. So I know you and I are both, uh, we're fans of the martini. Yes. But I'm excited because you've never made me what you're calling as your your version of the martini. No, every correct? time we've ever had a martini together, it's at a restaurant, and those people they either so a we have to tell them it's we want it with gin as martinis are. We tell them to stir it as opposed to shake it as martinis are, and then we can go on dirty and yada yada. I don't think olives, anyways. But it's never it's either too much work to order it because nobody makes it correctly. Right. If I have to tell you what's in a martini, I don't want you to make me a no, martini, don't make please. Me a martini. And that goes pretty much with any drink you can order. But it's so just as an aside, the last time I had a martini with you was our last. Is this our shutdown dinner? No, it was our last get together. For March Madness, so obviously March Madness for the college basketball season was canceled this year because of COVID. No, we had one at uh, two years ago. Murphy's, uh, yep, at the, I did uh, not. Shutdown dinner. I did not. Oh. Two years ago, well, a year and a half ago, right? Yeah. Um, wife and kids were out of town, and we were out and about having dinner, watching basketball, having a good time, and we went to a martini bar after we were completely in the bag. I mean, oh, yeah, I, I was. I won at Kino. Randomly, our friend showed up and bought our tab after I had won at Kino. 
So we have been drinking because we had all this extra money. And then he shows up, wants to impress a girl or, or whatever, mm-hmm. buys our tab. I shouldn't say wants to impress a girl. He's, he's, no, no. Yeah. But, but anyways, buys the tab. So now we got even more money. And so we keep drinking even more, more than we, harder than we would have. And then well, we end I mean, up. That might be up for debate. Well, then we end up across the street at a martini bar and. I sit there and I order, just like you described, we have to tell her, I want this. Well, what do you want in a vodka or a gin? I ordered a martini, so I would like gin. And she makes it. And this was the worst. Mar- it was like pure gin. It was pure gin. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately for that establishment, I was in no shape to be out in public at this point. And for some reason, I felt so bad for not drinking all of my martini, I decided the mm. best course of action would be back to them, right? No, would be to just dump it on the ground below my feet at the bar and put the empty cup or the yeah, empty glass on the like table. And responsible adult thing to do. And, you know, you know, j- just to let them know that I was dissatisfied. With well, service. I couldn't, I couldn't give it back. Like I'd look like some kind of plebe, right? I'm in a martini bar. Give you me a martini. You also said it on the, on the bar, told us that we're going to leave. We would have pounded ours and we would have walked. Mind you, which is what we did. Mind you, I'm the same person that gave my ID to a random large man standing at the door that wasn't who the was not the bouncer. Right. But also, he was standing directly in the doorway. He was, I'm pretty sure and he was looking on a chair. Right, right at me. Yeah. Like in the, in the doorway. What am I supposed to think? Well, I'm not the bartender. We'll go sit down, like at a table. Man, but that uh, I just that was apparently so. If that's there, true, there was that a lot more. The there was a lot. That was the last time that I had a martini. Well, hopefully this one's better. It will be. All right, I'm so not dumping it on the garage floor. No, only you're definitely not, or else you're reimbursing me for ingredients. Um, so this is the way I make martinis. Is so you, you'll find a lot of places they'll do a two to one ratio. Two to one. Two to uh, two. Two something, definitely. Two parts gin, one part uh, dry vermouth. Um, that's too much vermouth for me. I don't. I find that the bitterness that I get from uh, um, martinis is too much vermouth, at least for me. So what I'll do is, so in my mixing glass that's got ice in it, I'll put about a half ounce of vermouth into it. I'll stir it around so it, it, it coats the glass with vermouth, it co- coats the ice with vermouth, and I'll drain out most of the vermouth i'll leave a touch in there but most of the vermouth and then i'll add my uh two to three parts worth of gin so this will be a little ginny little ginny but what i'll do to counteract that is i buy orange bitters which i've learned a couple dashes in there and then you take a uh, lemon uh, um, um, a little piece of uh, uh, like a peel. lemon peel yep. yeah. and then you just you express this we've learned this from yeah, our express. last time you express it over I'm, top yeah. and then you can drop it in there and it gives you this citrus flavor bitter citrus flavor but citrus flavor nonetheless over top so we're going so to but see. wait but wait we have to make a clear clear demarcation to mm-hmm. anyone who might be listening because I'm sure some of them are saying, it's shaken, not stirred, right? I mean, if you want to uh, have a fist fight, you're welcome to email us or <laughs> hit us on uh, social media. Yeah. I'll give you my address. You can come and fist fight me anytime you want. There are, there is and drink, and it's what you're thinking of is your James Bond. I'm a James Bond fanatic. What he orders is what And he also orders a vodka martini, which true. is... And it's shaken, not stirred. And what that is, is it's called a Vesper. V-E-S-P-E-R. It's vodka and it's shaken. It, they've made a drink over it. Vesper as his uh, famous love affair. Man, it looks like Ian Fleming from 1960s knew what he was writing about. Now, why anybody calls it a martini? It's not. I don't know. It's because it's served in a martini a glass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like we said, we're going to shoot you straight here on Garage Time. We're not going to give you false facts. I won't say the other word. Um, but, yeah, it is stirred. Um, and part of the reason why... And I even know this, even I know this, is what the shaken parts of ice do inside of a shaker to your martini, right? And a martini is not served over ice. It's served in a chilled glass, which even I know this. And it it needs to be an extremely clean and on its own drink. And shaken 
gives you ice chunks. If you have a poor strainer and poor ice, and it gives you a quicker dilution. Much quicker. So. I mean, it breaks the ice up and it waters it down, which is the, not the point. The point is to have a gin drink with notes of other ingredients that you so choose and so like to have. I just love the fact that we went on railing on people named Thom. And, and then get real Belgians pretentious about uh, and secret well, I was railing really on Belgians. I was railing really on Belgians. Secret, secret male police forces and pumpkin spice lattes. And here we are saying, well, if you don't make your martini this way. Hey, you're welcome to have it however you want. However, if you make one for me and it's not the way I want it, I'm going to fist fight you. Different strokes for different folks. So I think, I think what cocktail hour all needs to be is... Uh, a window into things that you know are good, right? Because this right. is what it is. Like, I know martinis, and I appreciate martinis, and this is your martini. This is your recipe, and it's something that we're going to try. We're going to give – I'm going to give my input on. And if, it's a yeah, so if, if it sparks people's interest, we're going to give them the recipe. We're going to put it in print, and they can give it, they can give it a whirl. And, you know, again, like we said, people are helping gotta people. They got to drink it. People are helping people, right? I'm not drinking a pumpkin spice latte. They don't That's gotta right. Drink this. That's right. All right. Cheers. Have a, cheers. Have a whiff of that. That citrus in there. It is super. It is super lemony, mm-hmm. and I appreciate that. And yet, it's not in the taste, right? That's actually, that's actually a really distinct flavor that you first get. It's almost. It almost comes off as smoky, and that's got to be the orange bitters. Yeah, it is. Which is really, I wasn't expecting that, right? I don't taste any gin. Like, I don't get the pine leaves, no. uh, the pine needles that people There's assume. a little bit of the spice from yeah, but the not, alcohol. But normally, it, normally but when you yeah. have gin, if it's a hard-mixed drink, like a not-well-mixed or gin's on top, or you, you know, it's on the lip of the glass or whatever... When you taste straight gin, it is as pronounced as can be. Mm. So the orange bitters do a nice and, and full disclaimer, guys. Uh, I'm not, I'm not smelling corks here, right? I'm not. If I ever go to a wine tasting, they're gonna kick me out because I'm not gonna spit it out. I will hmm. be Peter Griffin, drunk at the table because I drank it all, right? Yep. But I'm just telling you, here at cocktail hour, I didn't, I didn't get overpowered by gin and that smokiness that like it was almost harshness but not in a bad way the bitters went away really quick because of the citrus and Mm -hmm. then you just had a smoothness of a spirit right that was counterbalanced by the bit of vermouth Mm -hmm. yeah so that's that just touch of vermouth just kind of evens out where the liquor where the bitter stop and the liquor start all that vermouth that's why i drain out because if it's too much you'll get like this weird I don't even know how to describe it. This weird kind of like a, a, a nasty wine taste right in between. But instead, it just evens it out, the smooth between bitters and then spirit. Yeah, so we still haven't come up with what the grading scale is, the the 1 to 10. To be fair, we haven't really talked about it at all. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a 1 to 10 something. Um, so you did give it, you gave the Negroni, what, a 5? I gave it a 5. All right. Um, so there's at least an base. Your your what was it? What was the liqueur in it? What was the orange? Campari. The Campari was a bit too much for me. She was a bit too. Rough. I almost brought another Campari drink this week, but then I decided against it. Yeah, a it. bit too rough. Um, but this one, so I'm a martini fan, but I'm also going to try to be impartial to those who might not like this. I might want to try to step out of their comfort zone. So this is a almost a blind taste test. Because you've never had my martinis. Not your I make martini. this for me Not almost your. every this day. This is completely different than any martini than I've normally had. Um, I will give this on a, not a martini scale, but as a mixed spirit, a mixed cocktail, what you could order when you're out and about. I'm going to give this a seven and a half whatevers they're going to be called mm. out of ten. I like that. So it... It's an advanced drink, I would say. Like it's something that if you're not, if you're not fair to hard liquor, like if 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 the idea of sipping a whiskey 
and mind you, I'm not saying gin and whiskey are the same, but if you don't like the straight taste of a spirit, don't want a martini, whether it's this one or anyone, yeah. right? You don't want it. Just stay as away. As much as it's not it's very okay. ginny, it is still liquid. Yeah, it's okay. You it like don't don't feel like well, I'm at this martini bar, I'll have this, you know, Superman ice cream martini because it's gonna be really weird and it's probably still gonna have a lot of liquor in it that you're not gonna like. Correct. But having said that, if you are a fan of more of a straight spirit, a straight liquor type of drink Mm. i'd give this a seven and a half and like eh, this recipe in general and this drink i mean seven and a half i mean it's you wouldn't have to talk to me too long to border it on an eight yeah but it but it's a seven and a half a guaranteed seven and a half i appreciate that so i'm doing something right at least so this i mean we can't call it the garage time martini because no because i make one of these almost every day but even even aside from that i mean but uh, well, we'll have to figure a name. You'll have to figure a name. Christen it something. To be honest, I will say, uh, so when I when I make these drinks before we fade out of cocktail hour, uh, so I spend a lot of time on YouTube. I have a lot of uh, uh, bartenders that I like on Instagram and on YouTube that I follow. I have books. Um, this particular recipe, minus the orange bitters, is exactly how the oldest martini bar or the oldest Japanese bartender who works at a martini bar in Tokyo makes his minus the orange bitters. So he, he kind of just seasons the ice with a little bit of vermouth, dumps it out, and plus the, the, the water that, that gets uh, uh, um, the ice. The dilution. Dilution, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah into water. Dumps that out. Puts the gin in and then puts it over top, squeezes a lemon zest over top of it, wipes it on the rim of it, drops it in. All I did was add just a touch of orange uh, bitters, which I've seen other people do. Um, So I've kind of mixed a couple different ingredients together, and this is just the best way I like it. And so just for anybody who's concerned, it's Beef Eater London Dry Gin, about three and a half ounces, uh, and then Nolly Pratt Dry uh, vermouth and that's about a half an ounce that's drained out and then the three and a half ounces go in stirred together and then pour there you are that's it we're in it i love it and you feel like you know you, you feel like for a guy sometimes when you're holding a rocks glass with some straight scotch mm-hmm. it gives you a feeling mm-hmm. but a martini glass it's delicate, but at the same time, you know, James Bond drinks out yeah. of it, right? He drinks the wrong drink out of it, but he yeah. Does, he does, he does, he also, does, like, I, I think about this a lot, Just and this is probably just well, what we'll get out of here real quickly is confession time for Alex. Um, I'll be sitting on my front porch reading a book or something, and I'll have a martini out. And maybe this is just all in my head, my, my toxic masculinity in my head. Oh, my goodness. And it'll be like, people are seeing me drink out of this. and then But then my countervailing thought will be this is four ounces of liquor right here with a touch of seasoning in it i'm drinking three of these straight in the next 15 minutes i will put whoever thinks anything wrong with this you got sling blade coming by in a beaten down 1992 silver nice drink loser yeah yeah okay have fun have fun bud have fun bud (laughs) have have fun with your bud lights as i sit here and drink miller lights as well but still no i I understand again Seven and a half somethings out of ten. A great drink. We'll figure something out for that. But it's it's a. Don't make it. Don't make it. If you're not a big martini fan, to just have. But if if you're at a martini bar and you can remember this, if it's your first date with a girl or whatever, just. Maybe not for her, but again, if you yeah. like if you like liquor, if you can handle gin, if you can do those kind of type of things, things that don't have lots of sugars in it, mm. order it. Give it a whirl because it's going to sound neat when you're giving a martini bar bartender instructions. Mm-hmm. You know what you want. Good drink. Good. Now, to move off of this high and mighty platform that we've now built. Sure. Drinking this beautiful martini. Just doing like a belly flop clean off. Oh my gosh. We're going back to, we're going, honestly, I'm going back to high school. I'm going back to 2002, 2003 and 1999, 2000. So middle school also 
PGA Tour hmm. 2K21 hmm. came out this week. It did. First golf game. And and if there's another golf game out there uh, prior to this, between Tiger Woods and this, no. I don't care. I don't because no one knows about Tiger it. Tiger Woods ended what fourteen or I don't know. Whenever she like took that. the club to his head on Thanksgiving, yeah, well, yeah. it have been thirteen. So yeah, fourteen was probably so, the last year. Well, I don't even know. No, because I think I was in. I don't know. I think I was in college when that. Anyways. Anyways, so, but yeah, so that dropped, and I've been looking forward to this so hard, so cool. hard. And you downloaded it, right? I did. Did I've you play been, it? I've been playing it quite a bit. What do you think? Well, they're not going to be our sponsors anytime soon, if you ask me what I think. <clears throat> no, no, I'm what do you having, think? I'm having enormous fun with it to the point where I haven't played a PGA game in quite some uh-huh. time. It is garbage when it comes to loading screens. They freeze constantly. I noticed that. I noticed that, yep. Absolutely constantly. They've... I like so. For instance, I just won uh, my second PGA out of like the five PGA Tour events I've played. I won the second one, which was the last one. Yep. Yep. Uh, and it froze at the end screen where they're doing the wrap up. You know, the announcers okay. are wrapping yep. up yada yada, and it froze there. I waited for like ten, twenty minutes. It was late last night. I wanted to go to bed, so I just turned the system off. Came yes. back today, and it said, "Hey, do you want to resume?" Sure. Thinking it was just going to wrap it up again. I had to play Hello, everybody. Yeah. Welcome to the first hole of yada, yada, yada. My issue is that the com- the gameplay is cool. It's not too difficult. The commentary is absolutely terrible. Terrible. You can. I haven't turned it's, off the commentary. It's so terrible. But have you had where they, they, they uh, do like, Bryson DeChambeau, look at this shot that yeah. he's done. You can it's turn awful. that off. You awful. can turn that off, which awful. I have done. I've turned off my replays and the other pros' replays. Because so, that's, so now I'm streamlining. So Tiger Woods' PGA Tour was... The absolute Fantastic. magnum opus. Yeah. We all understand what happened. Mm-hmm. Waffle House, Vegas, other things. Those things will happen to somebody. It can happen to anybody. It can happen to anybody. You just, you never, next thing you know, you look up. There's and, a, and it's there's all a, around there's a nine you. iron coming at you. All around you. Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving dinner is, is flipped upside down. Yeah. Right. By your Swedish wife. Taking your ass out with your own golf clubs. I mean, you live. You either die a hero or live long enough to become a villain. And and we. And if you live long enough, you watch yourself win another Masters. That's right. That's right. (laughs) But let's rewind it even further, because you know what comes out in like I don't know another week plus. I think I do. The remaster. Tony Arguably Hawk. the greatest two games ever made. Yeah. Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2. Yes. So I bought that the other night also. You pre-ordered that. And I got the warehouse demo again. And so I thought when I read that they said that the soundtrack was all the same. So there are some new songs I in must it. Say, I thought they said that there was too. And I don't know. So obviously it's not the full game. Maybe it's just there's three songs and 1 and 2. I don't know who the heck they are. Second one is, or the third one's Rage Against the Machine. Yeah. Guerrilla Radio, just like in the first one. Man. How, like, memory lane. I, I I never, like, I was pumped when it came out, but having that in my hands and making my guy smash his face and slide across concrete yeah. as I tried to do, like, double 360 flips off grinding on a handrail on the ground, <laughs> just something <laughs> that is unbelievably impossible in physics. I remember, Constantly. I remember playing, uh, so years and years, so I mean, it's what, 15, 20 years ago, yeah. uh, back when we were both at home, uh, we had that little, uh, uh, 12 inch TV in the room, that little silver 12 inch yeah. TV in the room with the PlayStation no, one in no, there. No, Sega Dreamcast. Is that what it was Sega on? Sega Dreamcast. Cause we never had a PlayStation one. The PlayStation two. I remember the PlayStation Sega Dreamcast. Two. All right. And having Tony Hawk pro skater one. Cause I remember. You would play it constantly when I was in the room with you, and I would never get a turn. That's right. And then, but I would play because I would get home from from school first because you were playing football in middle school or whatever, right. and I'd be in elementary school, and I'd get home first. Right. And that was my forty five minutes to an hour of fucking up whatever uh, whatever right. whatever profile yeah. you had going on there, and that was what? the most fun I've ever had. And so, what it made me start to think is right. So I got the boys, and so I I've bought I bought the oldest. Uh, 
first I got him like a Sonic Sega mm-hmm. like throwback. Get him that Crash Bandicoot on the PlayStation. 4. So I did get him a Crash Bandicoot, but I got him the racing one. So we got the PlayStation. We don't have the Nintendo Switch, so we can't do Mario Kart. So I got him their Crash Bandicoot racing one, and because it, you know, yeah. I gotta look at things that like. He can learn to play pretty quick where it's not like, okay, here's your game. And now he's just yeah. got to scream at me every six seconds well, to show him how to do it. he can scream at the TV like we had to that's do. That's fine. Yeah, that's a right of passage. Children. But what I started thinking is it brought me back to that Sega Dreamcast and playing Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. And I think it was the second one. Anyways, it was whichever one had Minneapolis as a level. And I was... I think it was two. was with a buddy. And he was spending the night and we had been playing for so long. And you remember back then, right? You couldn't just save on your internal hard drive. No, What's well, no, an internal no, hard drive? No, no, no. You had to have a memory, memory stick, card. a memory pack, or whatever the, whatever it was called for your system. And I will never forget this. We had been playing for so long. We made it through everything. So we were in Minneapolis, and, and it had been on us for a while. And we couldn't couldn't finish this last thing. And he, I think I did it, or he did it. I don't know. It doesn't matter. We got past it. And Who's got the memory card? My, no, my buddy, like, ran off the, like, he, like, jumped off the bed, mm-hmm. ran, and then came and jumped back on, and the the dog just entered the garage. Yep. What's up, Zoe? You good? Just a little extra noise. If you need here. to go to the bathroom, the yard's that way. Yeah, please. please don't do it in here. My shoes are in here. So she jumped, so he jumps on the, he, like, jumps on them, and we're, like, screaming. Well, the, the outlet oh. was where that bed was. It went blank. Do you know that pain? Yeah, I do know that pain. Like hours. I'm talking like seven hours of just strife erased. And like we were so young and naive and we knew. But like, like, well, well, maybe Maybe we'll get back in. And then we saw the Dreamcast screen start. We were like, well, oh, gosh. And so my, my kids will never know that. They'll never know like what it means to spend all that time and your your. I mean, we still have the N sixty four, the Super Nintendo. I still have PlayStation two. I think the place our original PlayStation is somewhere in our parents' house. Definitely got a PS three. Don't have a say. I don't know where that Sega Dreamcast went. And it's in there somewhere. I think it was probably like beamed up to the mothership. Because yeah, where did that even come from? It, it, I don't know. I remember, uh, especially for the PlayStation 2, uh, playing, having somebody over at the house when we were kids and playing something, literally beating like black uh, all the way through or playing some game all the way through in one night, you know, doing it till the sun comes up. And then uh, not having a memory card. Some, or somebody's, the only memory card we have was full. And so we had to leave it on right. throughout overnight, throughout the day, till somebody could go get one, get a new find one. time to come back to my house, get their parents to drive back to my house, just so I could slap it in before the system overheated for thirty six hours of being on. Yeah, I, uh, Haley, what do you? We got, I got her. We were just overran with dogs. This is Lord of the Dogs. They're everywhere. Yeah, come on, here. Haley, friend of the pod. Yeah, right? Dear wife, friend of the pod. Feeling any better, babe? Oh, she won't. She doesn't want to. That's an uncredited scene right yeah, there. Right. That's right, an right. uncredited scene. No, I. It'll come up in the IMDb, though. There, there is. There was something. There was something like more about it, though, right? Back then. Because there was that more. This this could all be taken away from you in an instant. I still, I still have um, uh, reservations about saving. Over I don't trust game, it. The override. I don't trust autosave. Yeah, because of that. I'm going to. Well, no, not autosave. Well, but when s- I go to hit save and it goes, are you sure you want to overwrite the previous save? Well, now that you've asked me, I don't know. I don't think I want well, to. Am I? I know I have to, and so what you do is you back out, you hope it auto-saves eventually somewhere, and then you go, okay, I guess maybe. Jesus, take the wheel. Yeah. It always works. It works to this day. They need to write that better. Even, Are you sure you would like to pre- replace the last it, save with yeah. the new save? Would have worked better. 
that. Uh, even more. I mean. What the, a time to be alive. But they were so much better back then. They were. Because I didn't have to worry about, you know, 13-year-olds or 30-year-olds that buy a game the night of and then just either snort all the Coke or take all the Adderall in the world. Hey, have you ever heard of Monster And Red then Bull? try to play... Like, I'm a Mountain Dew. I'm 32. A lot of, che- lot, lot of Dorito-fingered Mountain Dew drinking losers. Look, I'm 32. I have two children, a wife, two dogs, and a full-time job, right? And I'm sure a lot of you guys do too, but I'm not taking a day off work to just have an absolute bender. Not anymore. And put a headset on and, and learn. No. I did so, years and years ago. I tried it again. I tried Call of Duty again uh, when this new one came out, and I tried playing online, and I am unbelievably awful. Not e- I used to be unbelievably mediocre, where I could get I could get the seven, the nine if it fell into my lap, the eleven kill streak every once in a while. Ten years ago, I could be the top of the top of the group in mm-hmm. Modern Warfare Two. I stopped playing it. Stop playing it. What is? What's it's? It's passed me by. the The game has passed me by. Well, see, I'm like Charles Barkley in Space Jam when he shows up and he tries to play basketball on the court. Well, and the go. girl's like, "Be gone, wanna be? Shouldn't even be here." Yeah, that's a that's a t- that's a tough franchise franchise to get back into because you got to put your time in, even on the new games. You got to put your time because there's always going to be those losers in their mom's oh basements God, doing it. They're the worst. But you got to put your time in, and you'll still only get to adequate goodness to survive yeah. enough to get yourself frustrated just later in the game. But anyways, I, I can't. Yeah, you yeah. need to give your kids. We got all the thing, the only things we don't have is the original NES, Sega, uh, GameCube. That shit doesn't plug into new TVs. Okay, <clears throat> for those that aren't sitting in the room yeah, in with case us, you can't see, there is a can't. boob tube in the corner that's a, probably a 38-incher with speakers that are seven inches around the entire I mean, screen. This, this, this TV is like the pinnacle of like 1998. I had that in my living room 1998 when I was a kid. TVs. This Sony is, I'm talking top of the line, probably weighs like a solid 120 pounds. Easy. I mean, this thing So I don't is, want to hear no nonsense about... First thing, these things do plug into new TVs. Second thing, there you go right there. In fact, I want you to bring them either out here, put this in your basement, put this somewhere, hook them up to the PS2, original PlayStation. You're going to be heartbroken. You're going to be heartbroken. Because they're going to go, this looks like shit. My kids will not say that. You know what? They're going to say, why does this look terrible? It does. You're going to have to deal with it just like we did, damn it. Get over it. Oh God! You know what you get? You get Goldeneye on N64, and until you beat that dumb bitch with the double grenade launchers across the bridge, yeah, you don't get to play anything Is else. Is that the jungle one? Yes. Yeah, when the helicopter crashes. Yes. That was. Terrible. That was only. That you was couldn't only... see shit. No. Couldn't see shit. Also, to be honest, I replayed that recently. All you have to do is she doesn't start shooting until you get halfway across the bridge. So you let her start shooting. You back up. She has to reload. You run across the bridge. You blow yeah, it's different out. when you're an adult and you have further you have cognitive critical, thinking, yeah. critical thinking yeah. skills. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I, but it was. It was a trip down memory lane, right? And I like PGA. It's good enough. The PGA game's good enough. The commentary's I mean, I'm terrible. I'm going to continue to play it. I can't wait. It. I cannot yeah. wait for the full Tony Hawk to come out when they're like all of it, man. Yeah. The one, what is it? The Muscle Beach, the uh, Huntington Beach that they, yeah. That, oh, dude, iconic, iconic. But, anyways, I, uh, I was thinking, prior to you coming over here tonight to do this one, that we're three in. Hmm. My wife hasn't kicked me out or banned you from the premises. Nope, not yet positive we had our first dog invasion today correct at least it wasn't a child didn't go terrible yes child didn't happen will happen eventually it is only a matter of time probably before that that uh that plane loses cabin pressure uh but we're 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 moving on i need to know what we're gonna call our rating system for the uh, cocktail hour. 
Can I offer a suggestion? You can. I might tell you it's terrible. But it's probably can. going to be terrible, and I'll tell you why it's going to be terrible, because we don't have a listening audience at the exact moment, because we haven't published. Correct. Could we get a writing campaign? We might, and that's like that's kind of like I'm fine leaving it blank yeah. until someone. I mean, we can't leave it blank for too long, but till someone. Right. Come up with an idea that isn't lemon wedges or something. Yeah, like... I don't know. Figure I'll something I'll give out. this six spritzers. Yeah. Like, no. But, but like, six martini glasses. And it doesn't six even have to do, it doesn't even have to do anything no. with, and you, maybe we give it a name, and if you think of a better one, tell us. It doesn't yeah. have to do anything with alcohol, yeah. but, but what, what is it? What is it, right? We'll leave it open for this one. Maybe next one, if we think of something throughout the week or so, we'll we figure need it one. out. We need one. It's a homework assignment, which I was historically awful at remembering to do. Correct. So, but anyways, again, this is uh, this is garage time, and if we can we can remember to do one thing here right, it's that I want to wish you guys all a great week. But most importantly, keep those beers cold.